This is Captivated Minds. I'm Stan. I'm Jake. And this is going to be Slither. Now, the reason why we picked Slither is because we've been talking about aliens, and this is kind of an alien comedy comedy yeah. movie. And honestly, it's probably one of my favorite like comedy horror. It's up there. It's, it's it's one of the first James. I think it's James Gunn's first movie, and I'm right. a big James Gunn guy. And he he's phenomenal. Yeah, like he does good work. And he does great work. This is like over the top, but it's not. But it's so not, over the top. But it's not right. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's, it's a, very, a fine line. Yes. Yeah. Because it it just looked like the look of it, the way he filmed things, the gore whatever you want to call the beautiful the prosthetics yes yes everything is very well done yeah that's right very well done and honestly like when i first saw this it gave me the like the creeps it did i thought so too because it they look like giant leeches they do look like yeah they do look like leeches yeah you know what i mean or worms or worms or something yeah so like after that, every time I saw like a leech or a worm, it was just like it was slither. Yeah. Like, mm. Or like mini snakes either. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like if they had mouths, that'd be creepier too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So here's the opening scene. We see a meteor on the first image on screen as it's coming towards Earth at a very fast pace. This meteor is moving very fast as it passes towards Earth. We see a town sign of Wesley. Two. Two small town cops begin sitting by the sign with nothing to do. One cop uh, flocks the speed of a nearby bird out of sheer boredom. The meteor is in our atmosphere as it descends down to earth and it isn't burning up. These two cops do not see the meteor crash nearby as it crashes behind them. We get this kind of evil dead kind of shot going through the woods a little bit, and we see the main uh, title card, Slither. This sets up a couple of things, uh, how boring small towns can be, and what's to come out of the meteor. So some of my favorite movies kind of start like this. There's always like a small town and a couple of cops, okay? So first thing that comes to mind is um, The Crazies. Yep, that's a good one. Right? Again. Have you seen the original? No, I haven't seen the original. The original was directed by George R- uh, George Romero. Really? Yes. No, I've only seen the, the remake. The remake. Yeah. Which the, is original. I actually really. It's love. good. It's yeah, fantastic. the original is even crazier. Really? Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yep. So, but you know, to small towns. Small yeah. town. Yeah. Cops. Yep. Uh, the Walking Dead series. It's okay. I'm not a big but, fan. But you know I, what I mean? Small it starts town. starts out in well, a small town. Well, they're in Atlanta though. Uh, it starts out with them. They're in a suburb of it. Yeah, but then they go to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know what I mean? It, like all those Night of Living Dead. Night of Living Dead. Yep. Return of the Living Dead. Yep. We Sm- just we're discussing that. Yep. Like they all start out with just cops. Like they're either at a police station or they're sitting in their car, like trying to catch speeders or something. When something happens. happens. That's right. Disclaimer, a lot of the information we take is from IMDb because it's a great source of information for our Movie Mayhem episodes. Yes. Again, thank you, IMDb. So here's our fun fact section. In the opening scene, as we pan down the street, you can see uh, R.J. McCready's funeral home. R.J. McCready was Kurt Russell's character's name in the thing. Uh-huh. Uh, Russell ended up working with James... Uh, James Gunn, 11 years later in Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Which was 
Fantastic. One of my favorites. Honestly, what he's done with Guardians of the Galaxy is, is just great. I love great. the soundtrack. Yes, and I have the soundtrack. I have them on vinyl. I do too. Yeah. And they sound great. It does sound great. James Gunn's intention with the character of Starla was essentially the Hitchcock blonde and found it with Elizabeth Banks. He saw other actresses, and then they got the, uh, the sort of uh, look that he wanted with Elizabeth, and that was that was the one he wanted. Makes, Makes sense. sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Jenna Fisher, who was married to James Gunn at the time... No shit. ...was not originally part of the cast. The actor in her role begged to be released from his contract because... She had an offer to shoot a pilot, so Gunn let her go, let him go, whatever, so he had to bring in someone else. Gunn swapped the character's gender and gave her a few more lines. By the time the movie was released, Fisher had become immensely popular from The Office, so she went on to The Tonight Show before, so she went on The Tonight Show before the film even opened. I didn't know they were married. Neither did I. I did not, that is, that is crazy. Brenda is watching the Toxic Avenger with her baby uh-huh. when Grant comes in the house. Yeah. In the script, Brenda is the niece of Randy Flag. Randall Flag is the bad guy's name in the stand from Stephen King. So he put all these little tidbits, tidbits or Easter eggs. So these all must be um, movies that he loves. I'm that, sure that's of it. What I'm, I'm sure of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he wants to give This is like his prop- om- om- homage. That's right. Right. His yeah. homage to, to those a bunch of movies, not just one. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of different studios wanted to produce the film, but Gunn went with Gold Circle and Universal because they wanted to start production immediately and offer him his real freedom. Nice. Gunn had originally scripted the infection of the two little uh Screamer Girls to appear partly partially on screen, but he decided against not showing. Gonna explain it was one of those things that the producers really didn't want me to show, especially in Europe. They're very touchy about children being killed. I'm really glad I didn't do it, which makes sense. Well, they'd also have to like re- put a R a R R a hard R yeah on, on because film, it's yeah. kids. Michael Roker accidentally broke his glasses off camera while doing the kung fu kicks by himself. No. Yep. No. Gunn admits to casting the actor to play Hank, played by himself when he was drunk. I was just wondering why can't I just play a homely man? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Gunn and Fillion both agreed that most of the horrifying scenes in the movie is the bit where Grant is having sex with his wife. Elizabeth did not have to act so much. As Rooker was groping her, there were uh, he flicks her nipple. Apparently, one of the producers fought hard to have Gunn flick the nipple. <laughs> uh, Gunn is no fan of the shot where the worms cover uh, Fillion and Starla. I think the wor- he says the worms don't look really great in that one scene. I I don't really see it. I think it I, looks fine. I think it's fine. I mean, they they look like they went practical a little bit, but they right. also work with a little CG, and a little CG is fine. Yeah, it looks great. I mean, it's, it's it works. pretty it fluent. Works. Yeah. Like, there's nothing too out, outrageous with yeah. it. Uh, Nathan Fillion recalled telling James Gunn, we're making a funny movie, but we're not making a comedy. From that point on, Fillion better understood the total balance they wanted. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. The question about the film that gets most people inquiring is to who stings... Who sings the song at the very end, Baby I Love You by the Yahoos? 
The barn is properly owned by Buddhist monks who love the Matrix. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. When a, when you make a movie in Canada, you have a certain amount of Canadian actors. You're really only allowed to have American actors if their stars fill in, got in as a Canadian, obviously. Yep. Obviously. Yep. The scene where Grant visiting Brenda with her baby is filmed in a house in British Columbia that smelled of cat piss and other odors. Gunn recalls being stuck in there gagging while the rest of the crew, crew were outside, but still... Uh, Thanks the family very much. Oh. Oh. That's why the house looks so gross. It was real. Gunn recalls that during the film, the film's premiere, Screening had spent more time watching Fillion's mother than he was watching the movie. She was jumping from scares and uh, flailing from worry. I don't want to put your mother, I don't want to put down your mother, but I think there was some urine trickling at her from her feet. <laughs> A gun, obviously. <laughs> yeah, because you don't you don't think of that. Like when they when they do premieres, and they bring moms, moms or sisters or family members and stuff. They don't know what's gonna happen. They don't know what's gonna happen. That's they, right. Because with those people, they're they're not. They have that mindset of I'm gonna go see a movie. They don't have a, the mindset of I'm oh, gonna my, go see yeah, my son. son that's right. Gun obviously uh, hated the scene where the silly Muppet deer attacks Bill. I thought it was funny. I thought it was, it was funny. It was funny. It, it reminded me of Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah. It was fine. Uh, one thing that was difficult, Gun stated, is getting the little girls to walk like zombies. Yeah, that Let would me... take a minute. Yep. Gun points out that while he was hardened on gore effects, such as the dog corpse that Starla finds in the basement, made him really sick. <laughs> Feel- <laughs> So a lot of this movie it was practical, it seems. But a lot of this movie had certain elements that like just turned his stomach, like that yeah. apartment that smelled like cat piss, like cat piss and stuff. Like that was that a real sucks. location, though. Yeah, Fillion had wanted to work with Guns and seeing the Dawn of the Dead remake, which James Gunn had written. No shit. Yeah. No shit. He actually okay. auditioned for the film, but it was passed over. They said they wanted someone to be more of a young blonde woman. Explains Fillion. <laughs> Grant is established as wealthy and actively worried about other men showing interest to his beautiful wife and his controlling side that is uh, defiantly itching towards the wrong side of turning ugly. But when uh, given the chance to sleep with Brenda, he refuses her advances. James Gunn revealed that Grant died as soon as he was infected, but the resulting entity retained much of his personality, including his general love for Starla. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Haig Sutherland was the first person to be cast. Elizabeth Banks was the second. Greg Henry was the last uh, actor to be seen for the part. Uh, and Nathan Fillion was the last actor to be cast about a week before shooting began. Shooting only lasted 47 wow, days. a week? Okay, for one, a week before. That's not a lot of time. Not a lot of time. And 47, 47 days? That's a long time. Wow. Well, not. It's in the middle, I guess. The post-car crash scene was filmed on a night they were they were below zero and at the mercy of a Hell's Angels party across the street. One of the bikers got a kit, got a ticket for crossing a barricade in the production area, and he subsequently became very angry. He began to setting off fireworks as filming began. What an asshole! 
people do that all but the time. That's, that's funny though. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of people like even mowing their lawn or they want to be, you know, tipped off. Yeah. Oh, if you're going to film over here, like I need to be compensated because you're disturbing my. Yeah. Uh, when the monstrous Grant slither, slithers across the field unaware that he's surrounded by cops, it was created practically and manipulated by multiple puppeteers who were digitally erased. So it's a That's best of cool. both worlds. I thought that was kind of cool too because you have physical effects and then digital effects combining. So would those I thought guys, it was more digital. But So would those guys be wearing like those green yeah. like jumpsuit type That's of right. things? So we have the cast, Nathan Fillion, Elizabeth Banks. I think Nathan Fillion is an underrated actor. He get, yeah. Because he can act. He can he act. He does good really work. good. Yeah. Uh, Michael Rooker. And then we got... Brooker's good, too. I think those are the big ones. Those are the big names. Yeah. The rest are all maybe small. Uh, yeah, those are the rest yeah, are small. Yeah, the rest are all small. Oh. Uh, Rob Zombie makes a cameo. Yep. And uh, Lloyd Kaufman. Yep. He's another director that makes a cameo. So the budget was $15 million. Gross in U.S. Uh, U.S. and Canada, $7 million. Kind of hurts. Yeah, opening weekend, four. Kind of hurts. Worldwide, twelve. Yeah, didn't do very well. So, so that's why no sequel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was also his first movie though. So, too. all right, I'm gonna ask this right off. Do you think this is like a cult movie? Yes. No, hands down, you know a mean? cult movie. Like, yeah. To me, that's what this is. Yeah, it's a cult movie. Yeah. A lot. If you think about it, a lot of the movies we cover are cult movies. Yes. Yes, a lot of them are. They don't make a lot. Some of them make good money, obviously, but a lot of them are a like lot cult them, classics. Right. A lot of them never made like a dime when they first were made, but nowadays people just watch Flock them. to them, yeah. Right. So where was it filmed? British uh, Columbia, Canada. Uh, Vancouver, Canada. Yeah. So mostly in so it was a Canadian. Uh, my guess it was maybe a Canadian co-production. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say. So, like the all the Avenger movies and stuff, right? Aren't they all... all... No. Oh, no, those but, are Georgia. Those are Georgia people. Georgia and London. Yes. Yeah. So it depends on the, which set. So, yeah. With the Canadian co-production, though, sometimes they'll have to have a certain amount of Canadian crew members. Yep. And even the Canadian government will give them funding towards the movie, too. Which is nice. Yeah. So the year it came out? 2006. So we've got Slither... Little Miss Sunshine, Pursuit of Happiness, The Host, Casino Royale. I tried to find a diverse mix this time. So you got you're you're going to the theater. You got Slither, or Casino Royale. I've seen Slither. Ah no, I like no. Sli- I like Slither. I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one if you don't backtrack. I like Slither. Yeah, I'm seeing Slither. It. So the only reason for that is this. Is I do like Dan- Casino Royale. Though. This is I do. Yeah. But this is Daniel Craig's first. Go, so you don't know. So I just do, don't, don't know. know. That's so right. I would probably see Slither. Slither, Pursuit of Happiness. I want to say Pursuit of Happiness. Happy, Pursuit of Happiness is it's really good. Fantastic. fantastic. Even Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, I was gonna say Slither or Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, I would say Little Miss Sunshine. I That's would, a good one too. I, I would see it. The host. I don't know if you've seen the host. I've seen the host. Host or Slither. So now you got two horror movies back to back. I go Slither. I go Slither too. Because it's it's more comical. Yes. So I'd go The yeah. host is good, 
The host is good. Yes, I, I'm not gonna no no downplay the host. I'm not but, a, I'm not big into foreign but between uh, foreign but, the, but yeah, but between the two, like I'd want to see something, something funny. I want to see okay, maybe some jump scares, but I want to laugh. Yeah, like, I it's want more that, of a better time. I want that yeah, balance. Yeah. So the director's name is James Gunn, and we're gonna cover all of his movies. Uh, I'll start with the first one. 1997, the Tromelville Cafe. Uh, sar- uh, 1997, the uh, Sergeant Kabuka Man. Yep. Public service announcement, a TV short. A 97, Hamster PSA. Uh, 2000 is Trauma's Edge. 2006, Slither. Uh, 2008 is Sparky and... Michaela. Michaela. Yep. 2008, Hamunzel. Uh, these are all shorts, right? So, no, they're TV shows. Uh, TV shows? Yeah, so he's directed various TV episodes. Uh, so from he, General Hospital. No, no, no. It's, oh, no, PG... PG porn? Yep. Okay. PG 2010, porn. Super, which you got to see. Uh, super Deleted Scenes. Movie 23, he directed a segment. I don't like that movie. I don't like it either. Uh, mm-hmm. 2014, Guardians of the Galaxy. 2017, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. 2021, the movie I've been anticipating, and that's Suicide Squad. 2022, which he's directing one of the episodes, Peacemaker. 2022, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Which I think the Guardian... Special they're they're filming going, both of them back to back. It's going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah, and I think it's like group based. No, it's a Christmas special. So it's all the cast. Yep, that's cool. They're filming that and Guardians Volume at Three the, at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah, that's right. Nice. And they're they're also going to do a Groot show too. Yeah, see that'd be cool with Vin Diesel as Groot still. Yes. Yeah. You have to. There's like, no other way. Yeah. There's no other way. So when was the first time you saw this? Um, I believe. Honestly, I think I saw it on TV first. I saw it on Sci-Fi Channel. I think I rented it first because this 2006, 2007. Yeah, I rented it. So I saw it on Sci-Fi Channel first. And is it heavily cut? Yes. Do you remember? So when I watched it, I was like, the movie, to me, the movie was good, but I was like, man, it could be better. So that's when I I rented the movie and realized, yeah, this movie is a lot better than. they, They probably had the TV cut. Yes. Which, not saying the TV cuts are bad. <laughs> no, but, but... They're not as good. Cert, with certain movies, especially horror movies, when it, they don't adapt well to television. TV, no. They just don't. So here are our top ten scenes. We cut back to the small mm-hmm. town during the day, and it seems to be a very quiet small town. We can even see a sign for the deer cheer uh, party and uh, in, in the center of town. We can see this town is kind of beat up. It has a diverse amount of people. We can see the mayor of the town, who has already seemed like a bit of a sleazebag, yelling at someone, uh, calling them a cocksucker in front of the mother and daughter. We can already tell that this movie has a dark sense of humor. We cut to a teacher, and she's teaching the students about evolution. From this scene, we can tell that there's a lot of male students that love this teacher and how she looks, but they don't really pay any attention to what she's saying. It's in, like... I, I want to say they use this to pick on teen movies. That's right. Where, but if you're listening to what she's saying, she's talking about evolution. Yes. And her husband is like an example of it later on. Exactly. So yes. it, it's kind of like small little seeds yep. that if you follow. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They're planted here and there. That's right. And it's like yeah. as soon as you find out what happens, you're like, wait a minute. She kind of like Men- foresaw that's this. That's right. Yeah. 
Scene number nine, we cut to the female teacher again and her husband in bed. And the husband is really aggressive about uh, her not being in the mood. The husband uh, gets dressed and goes out for a walk. The husband goes to the bar and is having a drink alone. He's, a tr he's approached by a woman at the bar. These two start flirting. Excuse me. And they leave the bar. She brings him out into the woods and they start going out a little quick. She kisses him, but he turns away. He turns her down. And he uh, turns around real quick and he notices something odd in the woods. He, and he goes closer for a peek. Both of them find a trail of something. They follow it deeper and deeper and deeper in the woods. <laughs> deeper and deeper. The husband gets... Sh they find something weird, uh, like an egg sack of some kind. The husband gets shot in the chest. And we have a quick x-ray shot of this worm-like thing moving into his insides and coming up right into his brain, his brain stem, instantly. <clears throat> the guy seems to be bleeding from his eyes and mouth just as he gets up. Without saying another word to this girl, he just drives home. He gets home and starts eating raw meat. It's, it's, so, <laughs> it's so well done. Yeah. Not the meat. Oh, you don't like raw meat? No. No? Not raw meat. No? That's not well done at all. Now, it. I like the whole like x-ray thing where it goes into right, his brain to see it. It's all, it, what it reminds me of is like when, like Alien versus Predator. Yeah. When he sees through and sees the thing moving in the chest and it yeah. like goes out. It's like the reverse yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah. Which is really cool. But then just like all of a sudden you just, you can see him switch over to that he's being controlled. By, or infected. Right. Yeah. Because he's now like a vessel. He's this robot now. That's right. Scene number eight, the next morning, the wife wakes up and sees her husband is home. The husband was down in the basement making some sort of nest. Yeah. Nest. Uh, the wife makes an apology about their fight. The wife plays their song and they make up a little bit. The wife finds the wound in his chest. Uh, the scene cuts back up to black and we assume that they, you know, have sex. The husband goes to the store and gets 14 ribeyes. You think you could eat that many ribeyes? No. I could probably six. six. I could probably down six, six. but fourteen's just too much. Yeah. Uh, fourteen just seems He tells You the... get the meat sweats. Oh <laughs> just imagine afterwards. Right. He tells the guy over the counter to set surprise for his <laughs> wife. Grant tosses a lock on the door and he's at he he asked the wife uh uh yeah, Grant tosses a lock on the door and the wife asks him why he didn't answer the phone last night. Something is clearly wrong with Grant the husband, but the wife does not know yet. Scene number seven, the cheer, the deer cheer has begun, and it's a whole town thing. We cut to Grant and the girl, um, and they're in the woods. We can see the, uh, Bill, the police chief, and Starlight start talking at the deer cheer, and it's clear that they have some sort of chemistry. Bill and Starlight get close, but they have to pull away last minute. The mayor gives a kind of bullshit speech of this town festival uh, while at the same time Grant and Brenda continue to hang out. The mayor gets the town hyped about shooting deer. He's t he starts a countdown and at the same time Grant pulls off his shirt and infects Brenda. We have in this scene a funny element and a scary element, and it's borderline both at the same it's, time. And this scene right here makes this movie kind of stand out. It's so balanced. 
It is because you have this whole town getting excited. Yeah. Three, two, one, and then rips off the chest, and he just his chesticle, te- chesticles, 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 chesticles come yeah. out, shooting out. Yep. Chesti- yes, yeah. it does. His chesticles, <laughs> all over. Yeah. Chest tubes or chesticles? Chesticles. Chesticles. Chest- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scene number six, Starla comes home and looks for Grant, her husband, but he can't seem to find him. He's totally missed the festival. He just appears out of nowhere and scares her. His face looks like a balloon on the verge of popping. He gives her some excuse that he was stung by a bee. Starla calls the doctor, and now she knows, uh, she confirms that he's been lying. Starla knows that something is wrong. Starla is at the top, and she notices that, uh, at the top of the stairs, and she notices... Oh, she's parked, and she sees signs for all the missing dogs that have gone missing. Grant brings uh, Brenda to what appears to be dog meat. Brenda is now tied up in a shack in the middle of the woods. Bill and Wally, the police officer, stop by the house. Someone in the town saw Grant get, go into Brenda's house. Now Brenda has gone missing. Starla knows that something is definitely off about her husband. As she breaks into the basement, and she can smell something bad. She finds a basement filled with the... Uh, Puppy meat. Yep. Uh, yep. It's just... Or like animal meat, it, or... I want to say it's puppy. Puppy like, meat? I want to well, say... Well, cats went missing, too. Yeah, cats went missing, So, pet too. meat? Pet meat. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to see my pet meat? <laughs> <laughs> Their bodies are all mangled and cut open. Grant comes back to the house, and he's clearly mad. He pulls out his chesticle <laughs> and tries to infect her. The police arrive last minute and they save her from Grant as he runs chesticles. chesticles. Uh, scene number five. Three days later, Mayor tells Bill they needs to find Grant ASAP. The mayor tells the police that Grant has a, a Lyme disease from touching a turd-ridden <laughs> sandwich. The cops all laugh. They found multiple dog corpses all along the property. The chief has a plan to go to the next place they think he will go. One of the officers mentions a grenade, but the chief tells them that they shouldn't need it. They should be set for now. Starla joins the police officers to go find Grant and his chesticles. See, this is where it's like, where'd they get the grenade? Yeah. You know what I mean? The police posse I, all arrive at the I property. Un- I understand they're cops. Yeah, but oh, just one grenade? Just one grenade. Usually you can have a box. <laughs> you would think so. Scene number four, the night uh, night falls on, on the property as the mayor tries to make small talk about the ladies. Bill and the police chief tries to cut the mood a little, and they tell stories about when Starla, he and Starla were kids. The mayor notices the creature for the uh, first and the rest of the party all begin to notice it. One of the old timers says, Grant looks like something that fell off his dick during the war. <laughs> yes. yes. Now the police chief and Starla fully see what he looks like. He kills an entire cow with a single movement. Grant has his half-human face, but he's now covered in more chesticles and tentacles. He can't even speak. He just slurs things, and now he yells out a yell. One of the locals at home... Uh, goes to tell them to stop and he slices the guy in half in a single motion see again like i was talking about the practical effects in this are they're so good right like like we said even the cgi they're very seamless practical everything is it's it's hard to explain because i mean everything's so moist 
looking. You know what I mean? Like everything's wet. Dripping? Yeah, everything's dripping. So <laughs> it it looks so real. That's right. Because it it's doesn't practical. Look, it it looks doesn't practical. look like someone's wearing a suit. No, it looks realistic. Right. Yeah. It looks realistic. It just it looks wet. Moist. Eh, moist with all those chesticles. <laughs> moist chesticles. Yeah. Does that sound like a band? <laughs> Welcome to the stage, moist chesticles. Moist- chesticles yeah from seattle yeah <laughs> it's like a grunge band <laughs> jesus scene number three the group of them all get back into the cabin they smell something foul coming from the cabin the police chief can hear something from the cabin as they open the door the chief goes in first and they see brendan as bloated as the house brenda's entire body moves at once and she moves and she expands she's coming apart at the seams as thousands of little creatures shoot out of her and infect the pe- all of these people in one scene bill and starla cover their mouths as they're as this thing blows towards them it's do you think that was practical like the f- her face uh, you can tell it's cgi in the back but her face I think her face was practical yeah it looks like it was like practical. it does doesn't it she looks like she ballooned right up it's so gross like if someone it's had so a, gross. if someone had a pin oh yeah like you look, it looks like you could just go and I'm gonna pop this balloon. Yeah, popping Brenda. Yeah, you're gonna go pop Brenda. <laughs> Scene number two: We cut into the girl in town taking a bath as these creatures all begin to surround the house. Her mother knocks on the door and tells her not to to go to bed, but she doesn't listen. The little girls in the house are reading Goosebumps before bed. These creatures enter the windows and slime along the ground. The music begins to get louder and louder as the girl jumps out of the shower. She takes her nails. She sees these creatures come towards her, and she takes her nails and pulls on it as it tries to infect her in her mouth. At the same time, uh, she's able to see what they have done to other planets, infecting them over and over. This girl sees everything that has happened, and she kills the thing. She watches her mother get infected as hundreds of these little creatures are now in the house. She jumps out of the roof to escape these things as she watches her dad get infected. She now heads towards the truck and slams some of them in the door. The truck has no keys, and now she's stuck in the truck. Oh, no. What am I to do? (laughs) This scene reminded me of, like, Jaws. A yes. little bit. Like, the tension's building and building, and you don't know where it's going to go. It's just constantly... Just bringing you on that it, edge. Or even in Jaws 2 where, like, the woman's in the boat. Yeah. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, like, the the shark's, like, at the boat, tearing it apart, and it keeps escalating, escalating, and then all of a sudden, kaboom. Yeah. Uh, scene number one, Bill calls dispatch for backup as three people in the barn move the people who are infected. Bill, the police chief, watches a deer get infected uh, by one of these worms in a sudden second. Those who are infected begin to move these creatures all talk like grant it would seem like these creatures all share grant's state of mind they're a collective now the teenage girl sees her family come towards her as they all uh, seem like deranged zombies as blood pours out of their faces one of the one of the first infected people is able to shoot acid Starla begins to shoot at them at the worm creatures come shooting out of their head the entire town is now after those who aren't infected. The town has turned to a horde of grants that all uh, shoot acid out of their mouths. The chief one o- runs one over, and Starla cuts off its head. 
what's awesome is like do you think they're zombies or remote collective what what would you call them uh, grant minded i don't i would they're they're hive like yes so but they're also zombies right Hive yeah, zombies? It's, it's weird. It's yeah, like borderline hive, hive zombies. zombies? That's yeah. a good way of putting it. Hive, hive zombies. zombies. But it's it what's funny is in most in most movies, right? The zombies are are dumb. Like the zombies happen and stuff and people kinda hesitate before they kill. That's right. Because of it. But in this they kinda like They don't there is no hesitation. No, they like just these can't. used to be like their friends and people they knew, but they're like, No, nah, yep. fuck it. Let's go. Out of all the scenes we just talked about, which one did you like the most? Um, my out of all these scenes, my favorite is when like this is gonna sound weird when she's in the tub. Yeah, no, I like that scene too. Yeah, you know what I mean, not because she's in the tub. No, but, but because when she... they're when they're coming through and because you just don't know what's gonna go That's on right. and when she gets all those flashes and stuff when like she, that when she has the uh, the worm creature in her mouth and she's trying to stop it and yeah. you're getting the flashes of. The alien infecting other worlds. I like that scene I too. I love that. And then, yeah. like, she escapes, but you still you watch her home just get overrun and just by these things. Yeah. All the people she knows and loves are like just zombies. Yeah. Some questions we had while watching it: How come the cops don't hear the crash from the meteorite? Yeah. How is it that only half of the male students are paying attention to what she's saying? Uh, because the other half are gay. <laughs> or they're just paying attention or to they it. just aren't paying attention yeah if you see something weird in the woods why not call the cops first uh <laughs> because you're curious little boys I would honestly go in the woods before I call the cops really yeah I okay. would okay well you're probably you probably have I would I would have chesticles like chest- Grant I would have chesticles like Grant why the raw meats they never really explain they never really explain, explain it. it because they give what they give Brenda dead meat yeah. But it's not raw. Well, it is. But it's more dead. Yeah. But, but he eats he, raw meat. He's he's eating fresh raw meat. That's right. But everyone else is eating, like... Dog meat? Dog meat? What happened to the dog? Yeah, we know what happened to the dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why is the baby sucking on a tomato? A whole tomato. <laughs> not even, like, a tomato <laughs> slice. No, just a no, whole tomato. Has the whole tomato in his mouth. And what kind of a bee sting would do that? It's a big fucking bee. That's a real big bee. It's a real big bee. It was one of them African bees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why didn't the cops just open on fire on Grant when they had a chance? They should have. Yeah. Because then it, later they just they don't even care and they just no. do it anyway. If it's on basic cable, is it worth a watch? I don't know how. I'd have to see the TV cut. So, okay. I don't. I don't think it'd be worth it. From experience, seeing it on cable, I would say no. Yeah. Because I enjoyed it. Did you pick? Did you find more stuff now than you did on the cable version when you watched it years ago? So when I watched it years ago, I watched it on cable and then I rented it. Yeah, and it was better. Yeah, it was so much better. And then rewatching it was, yeah, so much yeah. better. But yeah, I, I, don't I think would it's, say I, don't think it's I would say it's not worth it because it's just too heavily. Like they even couldn't cut it right. When they're taking things out, it was very choppy. Yeah, like things didn't make sense no. and stuff. Like this movie needs to stay as it is. As it is. What streaming service do you think it'd be on? Amazon um, or HBO? Shutter. Oh no, it's Universal. So Peacock. Peacock. Yeah, yeah Peacock. We want. Yeah. But I think I think uh, Shutter. Shutter has. Yeah. It. Yeah. 
What's your favorite part? Uh, honestly, like, I just love the effects of this movie. I think everything about this, like, effects-wise, was seamless. Yeah. Like, the the mix between practical and CGI... Was really be, well because done. Because you could tell that some of it was practical with CGI mixed into it, and it it flowed really nice. Yeah. I think the dark humor, too. Dark humor was really good. It's borderline it. dark humor, yeah. borderline... What was something you didn't like? Um... There were some parts where it seemed like the actors are trying a little too hard. Yeah. To me. Makes anyways. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. They're overacting they, a little bit. Overacting. A little definitely. bit. Definitely. Yeah. Like, you don't need to overact with this film. No. Like. Just do it. Just look, do it. Yeah. Yes, we know who you guys are. Just have fun with it. That's right. Like, it, it looked like at some point they they couldn't decide whether they were having fun or actually being serious. The movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Would you pay $4 to watch it once? No. I don't think I would. No. 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 What was your ideal, what is the ideal way of watching it? In a theater or at home? Theater would have been cool. Theater would have been cool, yeah. yeah. If I knew it was out, yeah. Yeah, theater would have been cool. Greatest oh shit moments, the crash and something opening up from the crash, the James Gunn cameo, the egg sack shooting out something. Oh, that was cool. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, the chesticles. Also cool. Yeah. The Toxic Avenger on TV. Yeah. Uh, finding the basement filled with... Um, with pets? Pe- yeah. <laughs> that was really fucked up. Yeah. I put it in there. The funny <laughs> moments cut with horror. Like, that's not even an oh shit movie. That's like, that's fucked up. So who had the best performance? Nathan. I, what about Elizabeth Banks? Ah, Banks was really good. Banks was good. You know what? Michael I, Rooker, though. God damn it. They all were good. Yeah. So who's number one? Fillion? Fillion. Fillion. Fillion, and then... So number two? Banks. What about Rooker? Well, I'd put both of them. Ty? You know what? I'd put Rooker over Banks. So Rooker for second? Yeah, Rooker for second. Yeah, Yeah, Rooker for second. Makes sense, because he's the bad guy. Yeah. 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 The ending, the entire town is now uh, swarmed by worm creatures and zombies all infecting everyone in sight. We now have four people in the car who have made it this far. The mayor is in a car. He has a breakdown because there's no soda. The teenage girl tells him that the other three of them, uh, that that these creatures came from outer space. This creature is from space, and it's a, a conscious disease. This town is now run by these creatures. And there's a sudden car crash as the cop car is stuck. And it's stuck in a Jesus save sign. The irony of that is hilarious. Very. The horde of creatures grab Starla and take her away. The horde takes the mayor too. The police chief and the teenage girl are at the police station. Bill, the police chief, is going into the station for the grenade. He makes it to the station without being heard or seen quickly. He goes for the grenade. He tries to call out to uh, one of the towns down the line until he's intact by the infected deer. <laughs> the deer <laughs> is ripping him apart until the teenage girl comes in and saves him last minute. The border brings Starla back to their room, basically. The two of them watch as uh, they watch someone get poured on with acid. Starla wakes up in her bed, not sure what's going on. The giant creature puts on the music and sets the mood. Starla finds a creepy wall covered in photo photos starla finds the great giant creature has morphed into something else it's a grotesque like morphing being that's absorbing all the townsfolk 
all the bodies that are infected are all becoming a sing singular blob-like unit. Starla is now held by this creature, and she's able to talk this thing down a little bit. She goes for uh, in for a kiss and then stabs the creature in the face. The police chief shoots the infected mayor, worth it. Uh, the grenades gets tossed into the pool. They, they lose the grenade. Grant tries to infect the chief, uh, Bill, but the chief finds a propane tank. The creatures get back up in the tank. Starla takes the shot, and all at once, uh, the creature infects the tank and Bill at the same time. Bill and... Yeah, so the creature just explodes from absorbing the tank. Bill and Starla and the young girl are the only three to make it out alive. Dun, dun, dun. Reboots, remakes. TV show, maybe? TV show. Uh, TV might work. show would might be okay. Work. Yeah. yeah. TV show would be fine. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. I, I just... Sequel wouldn't be bad either. But it'd have to be... But... I don't I know. I think they waited too long. Yes, they waited way too long. Now... How how I wish they ended it at, like, there's a movie called Phantoms, right? Yeah. And how they ended that was they think that they they won. They think everything's fine. But then all of a sudden, like, the next town over, like, the one of the creatures was still alive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then that's how the movie ended. Like, that's how it should be. I like how there's three people alive, though. They're the only three left alive. Which is kind of nice. Yeah. And, like, Starlet and Bill's romance, like, it's it's touched upon, but we never see it play out, which is no. nice. To, I don't like, I don't want to see the, in this kind of movie, I don't want to see it played out, which is nice, too. No. Like. It's touched upon. It's touched upon. Be, because once you really go for it, you're going to make it more of this, like, rom-com. Rom-com. Um, yeah. Like, you yeah. don't need to make it a rom-com no. type of thing. I just, this movie should stay as is. Should make a sequel. Um, yeah. I mean, you could, but like I said, this it's been too long. It's too long. It's way. Yeah, 2006. Yeah, right? that's been a long time. It's been a long time. Watch Bypass? Uh, watch and buy. Like, I bought this. I would say watch, don't, you don't buy. You don't necessarily have, you have to, to buy, buy but, but don't pass it either. No. So it's in that middle ground. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a well watched movie. It is, like, it's good. It's. I've always loved it. It's a it. cult classic. It is. It's a very cult classic. classic. That's right. It is. Like, another another movie that I would compare this to, be, not as a direct comparison, but a comedy horror, because I find it comedy horror, would be like Nightmare on Elm Street. To me, Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street is a comedy horror. I was thinking of The Blob. Blob would be another one, yeah. Comedy horror. Comedy horror. Yeah. See, I... I like those... Or Toxic Avenger. Toxic Avenger, right. Yeah. I like those comedy horror type of... Because they, they run a fine line between really funny and really serious, and they because go back and forth really well. the way well. he did this, everything was very... It was just balanced. I wonder in, if Guardians of the Galaxy, either uh, one or two, in the collector's office, if one of these creatures is there. It is. Really? Yes. Um, in... In the collector's collection. There's... Uh, there's a tank. Yeah. There's a tank with them hooked to the glass. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it's in the background. I remember them, uh, someone was doing little, screenshots. Doing uh, screenshot Easter yeah. eggs. Yeah. And they said, oh, this is from his movie Slither. Oh, no shit. So yeah. it's actually in the in background. The, in the I collective. think it's next to Howard the Duck. 
I thought it was um, the dog in there, Cosmo. Oh, Cosmo was next to the duck. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's it's, it's in, in there. there. It's in yeah. there, which is kind of cool. So yeah, that's all we've got for uh, Slither. Yeah, so if you uh, like what you hear, please follow us on Facebook, Captivated Minds. Instagram's at Minds Captivated. Email us, CaptivatedMinds2 at gmail.com. Our P.O. Box and our Instagrams are listed in the show notes. If you also uh, want to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe and let us know how we're doing. We'd love to hear from you. Any review would do. Yeah, so thank you all for listening. Thank you.